As a father, sometimes my children come to me and they want to talk about something difficult or they have a request. And as they share, instead of trying to solve the problem, which is my inclination, I've learned to try to listen. Now, this just happened the other day when one of my kids had something they wanted to see happen, and I was kind of problem shooting and trying to offer reasons why this or that wouldn't work. But I stopped myself and I said, well, why do you think that is? What do you think would be the best course? And um, that's something we all have to learn how to do. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta. He leads our parenting department here. And we're going to hear now from Crystal Payne, who talks about parenting and four important choices you can make as a parent with your children. On a previous episode, she shared the first one of those four, which was lean in and love. Okay, so we uh, lean in and love. That's one of the four choices we as parents make. The next is to listen well. I love this one because I'm terrible at it. (laughs) I'm usually talking over my kids. So how do we stop and truly listen well? So we come with this attitude of, I care about you, and I want to lean in and just express love to you. And then stop and ask them questions. So often when something has happened, I will jump to conclusions or project my own beliefs on what has happened, whether you get an email from school or a call from school or a friend tells you something your child did or another child tells you something your child did. And I'll just go into, oh my goodness, I can't believe they did that. And we just need to get this taken care of. But to lean in and love and to listen well means that take a breath, and ask them questions first. And so one of the things that I'll often do with my kids is say, can you tell me what happened in this situation? Or I got this email today from school. Can you explain what happened? Giving them the opportunity to explain it to me first versus me just jumping into, I cannot believe that you did that. And so often that will open up the door to a conversation that we never would have had if I had just jumped on them and gone to, okay, well, here's the consequence. And I I challenge parents to recognize this. Literally this morning, Jean was telling me, Troy and I are going to do a little weekend road trip. And she said, now, when you ask Troy a question, if he's sitting silently, don't fill it in for him. I mean, so I'm totally guilty of that. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to do better. Uh, the third one is uh, the choice to lead with humility. Mm-hmm. This can be really hard for parents, too, but I totally agree with this, Crystal. This is so important. I think our kids need to see that we're not perfect. Yes. And I think it's important that they recognize how much we need Jesus and that without him, we're not able to do life. And so leading with humility involves sometimes going back to our kids and asking for forgiveness, which is really hard to do. But I just want to say, let's make this a practice that is normal in our home because we are going to fail. We are going to mess up. We are going to make mistakes. And so for us to go back to our kids when we've responded out of anger or when we haven't handled a situation well, we haven't listened, we've shut them down, to go back and say, you know, yesterday when that happened, I just didn't respond to you well. Would you please forgive me? I'm really working on this in my life. And I think it also really just opens up the door for our kids to then come to us and share when they're struggling. And for our kids to see how we need Jesus, it's going to point them to look to Jesus when they're going through hard times too. And that's the best parenting you can do, really. Next time we'll hear the fourth choice from Crystal. And Danny, um, kind of echoing the intro and that point that 
Crystal made earlier, listening to our kids uh, with humility and kindness instead of kind of directing what they do really helps connect us to them. This is something, as I said earlier, I just struggle with, but I'm starting to learn the importance. What, what's, the, what's the relational aspect of me asking questions and listening well? Well, John, it is, it is a key component to connecting with your child and being present and knowing and understanding what is really going on. Yet, as parents, the reality is we have so many things going on in our mind. We have tasks that are demanding our attention. There are emotions. We're emotional human beings as well. And we're not perfect at listening. And in fact, Scripture says to listen first, right, to, to step into conversation with that attitude in mind. And uh, even if it's imperfect, just taking the time to reflect and look at your child and be thankful for the invitation to be in that conversation with them will help get your mind caught up to the fact that you're in a moment with your child where they, they want you to listen. I know for me in my home, I've had moments where I'm not fully listening, fully there. And all of a sudden when I pause and just look into my children's eyes... And then just think about, reflect, man, this is what I love about my child. Like one thing that I love about them lines up my mind, my heart, my physicality, my, my ears mm-hmm. to them and what they're trying to say and trying to tell me. And then going in and asking questions helps a child feel loved and known, and it creates connectedness. Now, there are some personalities that are just naturally, naturally task-focused, and there's some personalities that are just naturally good listeners. So make sure you're not criticizing each other. That's just your bend. Yeah. From there, you know where you need to work a little harder. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have referenced this in an earlier uh, podcast episode, but we had a situation where our, the family was together. One of my daughters, just she got triggered. She got all upset, and she huffed off. And I gave her some time and space, and then I went and found her, and I sat down next to her, and she would not let me touch her. As I sat there, I just kind of was with her, present in the moment, as you said, and I finally started asking some questions. And within 15 minutes of kind of thinking aloud and just affirming where she was at and just saying, wow, that must be hard, she leaned her head and rested it on my shoulder. That was such a key moment for me to realize I just have to spend time with and spend time intentional time listening to my children, especially when they're in an emotional moment. There's some vulnerability mm-hmm. there that um, I can tap into, not to manipulate, but to say, I love you. What I mean, this is mm-hmm. something that it took yeah. me a long time to learn, and I'm imperfectly, thank you, you were describing how we're not perfect. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm imperfectly starting to embrace that. But it allows for us to observe what's going on and reflect that back to them. I know my daughter, we've done I had a few of those moments, actually, where she comes in uh, kind of hot emotionally, yeah. and, and I pause and say, hey, I, I want to be able to listen to this, but it seems that there's a lot going on. What is, what is really going on underneath the surface? Because I can see that there's something there. And yeah. uh, when that happens, and I've told my daughter, hey, I, I want to listen carefully to what's going on, and I see there's a lot of emotion Let's stop. Let's stop everything and let's just talk right now. I'm right here for you. Mm. She sees the 
the the commitment on my part to to dig into what's going on yeah. in your thoughts. Yeah. Well, we're all about helping you have a better, stronger relationship with your children, and there are so many things you can do. Uh, on a day-to-day basis to strengthen that relationship. Uh, for more of the tips that Crystal Payne shared, we'd recommend getting a copy of her book, Love-Centered Parenting. And we're making that available when you donate to the work of Focus on the Family today. We're listener-supported. A gift of any amount makes a big difference. Um, so as you can, uh, 10 or 25 or $50, donate today. We'll send that book to you uh, just to recognize that you're part of the support team. So as you've benefited, please donate and uh, request the book. The link is going to be in the episode notes. At our website, the parenting team under Danny's direction has written a number of articles and has resources. One in particular we'll point to, and we're going to link over to it, is called Perfectly Imperfect, Being the Mom God Created You to Be. We'll have more with Crystal next time about these choices that we make as a mom or a dad. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You know that situation your family's facing, the one you can't talk to anyone about? You're not alone. I've been there too. It was tough. Whether you're facing an unexpected diagnosis or a marriage in trouble, or whatever you're struggling with, it's okay to ask for professional help. And there's a place you can go for psychologically sound therapy from a biblical perspective. Focus on the Family's Christian Counselors Network can confidentially point you to a verified therapist whose perspective we trust. And so can you. We've been connecting families to Christian counselors around the country for more than 40 years. No matter what your unique challenge is, you can find a way forward for your family at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash GetHelp. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash GetHelp.